From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in to this Thursday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm. Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here this uh, morning. It has never felt more like a summer day than today when searching for topics is a bit of an issue, but we'll talk about something we always do. We've done, I don't know, 2,200 of these or so, so we'll figure it out. Is that what the number is Yeah, somewhere around there. So we'll figure it out. Uh, I'll have people ask me that. It might be more than that, honestly. I mean, it's almost, it's over 10 years of at least 250 a year to 200 a year. I mean, yeah. so yeah, it's actually a higher number than that. So yeah, I've had people ask and I'm just like, oh, I don't, know. I mean, I have it. We, we don't do episode two, episode three. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, probably should man. have. That's what Rogan, Rogan does. He counts his. Does he? Yeah. What's he on? I mean, it doesn't really matter. Wondell's looking Eight, that up. 800 and something. Is that I it? Think? Yeah. That's, yeah. It. That's it. They're like three and a half hours a piece. Um, yeah, no, no. Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. Okay. Eighteen hundred and some odd. Okay. That's a lot. It is a lot. That's a lot of because like, his are three hours. Yeah. And multiple a day, like Corolla. Sometimes it's. Yeah, I I don't think I could do. I say that I've done it a few days, but keeping I, your attention span gets complicated late in them like that, yeah. where you're you're focused and yeah. you kind of start dragging a little bit. So. Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford. Tons of people coming in town this weekend. You got Ole Miss Missouri baseball. You got graduation. You got Mother's Day. A lot of stuff going on here in Lafayette County. So uh, stop in. Blue Sky location there on Highway 6. Remember, take a picture of the QR code. Download the Exxon mobile app. When you do that, 1,000 bonus points, $10 with the Oxford Exxon and all Blue Sky locations throughout Mississippi. Lunch specials, you're coming to town today or tomorrow. 569, two sides bread. 32-ounce drinks, dessert, hot case, tons of options with the Blue Sky. And again, you can from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is the number. Um, ask for Corey Clark. Tell him what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and let's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662 662- Two five seven nineteen hundred guests join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford coming up this weekend for uh, graduation or for the Missouri series or just whatever. Um, Rafters be a good place to stop. Grab a burger, po' boy, appetizers. They got great beer selection, full bar, and more there at Rafters on the Square in Oxford, and also Rafters in New Albany. Is this a football weekend kind of thing where you let them have the town starting on about Thursday afternoon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Saturday, not going to be gallivanting around all over the place? No. Don't you think? Because, I mean, you got a lot of people coming up for graduation. That's a big deal. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. College graduation is a big deal for a lot of people. It is. And so they bring lots of family. Yeah, I think... I think as a local, you sort of owe it. It is their town that week. Yeah, I think you owe it to sort of hand the keys and... yeah. Go, go, go to City Grocery or St. Leo next week. Let them have yeah. the reservations. Yeah. Get out of the way. Let it all let it all map out. Well, you know, it was funny. Um, so the Peyton Chatney show will drop this morning. I was yeah. talking to Peyton um, yesterday because we booked the time to do it. And he was like, yeah, me and some guys were going to run to um, Jinsei because 
wing, wing Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Said so the wait was three hours. On a, I was like, whoa, whoa, on a Wednesday? And he goes, yeah, it's crazy. But it's like that a lot. Yeah, that's places. just town, frankly, now a little bit. Yeah. The difference in now and six, seven years ago is so stark on stuff like that. It's remarkable. I mean, used to be able to just kind of walk into places no more. I mean, I I should drive around more. I mean, it, it's kind of embarrassing. I mean, I I do everything on kind of this side of town for the most part, and I'll go down Jackson Avenue. I mean, really infrequently to like there'll be new buildings built. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, did y'all know whatever. And I was like, yeah, Chase, it's been there 90 days. I'm like, I, yeah, I, I don't go over there. Because well, if I do, even I'll go six to West Jackson and down. I never like run through Jackson Avenue all the way down. My gym's over there, and but you can go in the other way too. Yeah. You don't have to run all the way down. No, I don't. Yeah, but if I didn't go to that gym, I don't know how if how if I would ever go over there. And that's not a I mean, criticism. it might be PetSmart, literally, might be the only thing that I would use it for. And you use a lot of other, you use some Hollywood Feed, some chew, like some, de- yeah. some delivery we stuff. Go, we go to Hollywood Feed. Um, yeah. There's the, the liquor store over there. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, High Cotton is, I yeah. mean, is fantastic. Very uh, large. Yeah, it's 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 remarkably good. Um, Our vets over there. I mean, See, we told you guys we had no idea, yeah. so here we are. So I do go over there some, but it's always remarkable how much... Stuff pops up. I can I can spend weeks squaring back this way yeah. without ever. I mean, well, as this side of town has sort of developed, yeah, you can it's just, just. It's easy to, to just draw a real tight circle. Yeah. So. No, it, look, graduation is not a football game weekend crowd. It's not that, but you are. But everybody here is celebrating and doing things, so it still complicates restaurants, parking downtown, sure. that kind of thing. From from that standpoint, is graduation early this year? You mean time of month? Yeah, it's around now, maybe a couple days. But you know they've spread it out to try to make it easier. It's like three days. It's like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. or something like that. Like it's a uh, Ole Miss moves it. Ole Miss does it early though because they they have such a big, they have so many summer so sessions. much intercession stuff. Yeah, right. Because you at Ole Miss, you technically, I guess, somebody can correct me, somebody the stream would know more than me. You could take a May, May master class. One or two June intercessions, one or two July intercessions, a full summer online, a full summer in-person class, and an August class. So you seriously could take 18, 24 hours potentially without not ever going in the fall or spring semester. Why would you want to do that? I guess because you're in a hurry. Well, I, I needed it to finish. I took all four Spanishes my last summer. Because I had not taken Spanish to that point, except for one maybe at ICC, and I, I took I was in I was in Spanish for, uh, from eight to twelve Monday to Friday, all of June and all of July to get my Spanishes. So at four hours a day, five days a week for two months during the summer, wow. to take Spanish. Because somebody's either that or come back. So hey, well, here we are. We're we're gonna we're gonna take some Spanish. I went home one year in college to Ruston and took classes at Louisiana Tech and realized how much easier it was. Like, the classes at Tech were so much easier. They really were. Night and day. How many hours could you take there? I mean, can't remember. I I think I ended up with 12 to 15 hours at Tech. Over the course of my academic career. Okay. 
So I don't know. So are are odds out about teams winning the SEC? Are they? I thought I saw a story on that or something. And Grind says that Vandy has a thousand to one odds. I mean that's a bet. that's a terrible bet. I do like this odd up here though, because we know who he is. He has a problem with his own team. Is Will Anderson worth a hundy at sixty to one for the Heisman? He's worth it at sixty to one because I don't care about losing the hundy. Yeah, yeah, he's worth he's worth sixty to one because he's probably the best player. Well, he is the best player, and there will probably be a media push unless you think so. A little bit, yeah. There will be a media push to vote for a defensive guy unless C.J. Stroud has this dominant season, at which point he'll win it. Bryce will have to have a off-the-chain season to win it twice. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because he is who he is and he's on that team, you think there's more of a chance... Yeah, I think oh, there, Anderson winning. There was kind of a narrative after the Heisman last year that the wrong Alabama player won it and stuff like that. I mean, Anderson was terrific. I don't know. The Heisman's such a weird thing. I, I'm growing less. I, I never cared about it to begin with, <laughs> yeah. and I'm growing less care by the day in yeah. the year. Like it, in a lot of ways, it's like. Well, I'm always okay. Sure, I'm always so tempted to like just poke. yeah. Because I mean, I, I, look, I'll admit it. I get pissed off sometimes about the Heisman. I have to stop myself and go. Why does it matter? It doesn't matter. He's just a trophy. Yeah. Like, what, what what difference does it make? Well, sometimes I'm tempted to kind of poke the bear and and um, do because it would also be a very easy ten weekend thoughts. Oh. If I if I did my Heisman ballot now, this is what it would look like, and I wonder whether that would get it stripped from me. You think so? It could because they're real serious about you cannot release it publicly until the until it's been announced and stuff like that. I mean, nobody does that column every week or anything. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But I, now, come on, I don't consume that much national stuff. I read Dellinger. I read Staples. I'll read Barrett Salee some. We're starting to get out of. That's about it. About it. Starting to starting to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. I guess I could look for those odds. I just didn't see them. We'll, we'll get into some of that in a minute. I'll, I'll kind of right. search through while we're at break in a minute. This All is right. a decent question. I did this. I asked on the message board for a couple different topics, and look, the answer should clearly be no, but. In a way, I would have kind of enjoyed this hand-wringing a little bit. We got a question here from J.G. Ward on the board. He says, not that it matters now, but if Bianco had gotten fired last year left for LSU, the new coach comes in and this, quote, great offense performs like it is right now. The fan base feels about the new coach. There would be instant worry about the future and the coach and the reality because it's the change in the players. That's actually true. Oh, that is true. Yeah. They'd be, oh, you killed the offense. Oh, you hired a guy who couldn't, yeah. like Oh, yeah, there would be so much hand-wringing over that. Look, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. Mike Suss asked the question yesterday, and it was an interesting question of Mike. You've got, it was the right question. You've got the same coaches, the same players, and the offense isn't as good. Why? And there's no real answer because it, I was telling someone on the phone this morning, it's one of the things that kind of drives me crazy when media does it and goes, well, here's the reason the team. Well, look, it's not one entity. It's a bunch of players individually. 
So, sure, the same reason pits multiple players, but not every player has the same reason why they are not hitting or, or hitting at that right. time. And it's a collection of lots of things. I mean, Mike obviously didn't hit a couple of the things that I think it is, but he did say, hey, we're, when you look at our stats, we're actually pretty good runners in scoring position. And he said our stats are even a little better than I think sometimes because we need every run so badly that every time it doesn't happen, it's like a gut punch. And I kind of go, ah, we suck and we're doing whatever. He goes, but we're not getting hit. We're not walking. We're not taking pitches. He said, essentially, it's getting out of at bats so quickly was he what he thought was the, the tangible reason why they were doing those things. Leaving starters in as long as they do, maybe not wearing a bullpen out. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, it's it's, it's that. Like, like it, well, it's literally if you swing at every first pitch, you're going to make contact some, and you're just not even letting them walk you. You're right. giving no ability to work counts and walk you and to get on base. Because even in the game that they they won um, last weekend, no, they had like five hits. Yeah, Nolan went eight innings. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't run him. Right. Yeah, I think that 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 was what he said. But here's the deal, too. It's and now look, this hasn't been an excuse. Now I do think it's why they play better with Delucia because he gives them confidence on a Friday night. However, it's the pitching's been all over the place. The offense feels pressing. It's the losing. To some element, it is probably Bianco's job status. At some element, it is probably some stuff from all the stuff around the thing. I mean, this has been a team that, taking the Austin Anderson stuff aside, they've been more active, more vocal on social media. You've seen kind of the fussing with fans a little more. I mean, they are aware of the elements more than a lot of the teams I've seen, but it's because they're losing. That's how that works. That's, that, that's why. Yeah, I asked Peyton about that. You know, um, is it something you guys talk about? He's like, internally, yeah. You know, not – Bianco doesn't talk about it with them. He doesn't say, hey, look, here's the deal. But he's like, you know, we know we got to win seven of the next nine, realistically, which is a hell of a tall order. And he's right. I mean, you know, and when he says it, you can almost hear people rolling their eyes. But he's right. All you can do is win Friday and then show up on Saturday and try to win a Saturday game. And they know that they haven't won a Saturday game. They're aware. I mean, they get it. You know, and they're he, well versed on the Yeah, stats. I mean, he talks about how last week was just, you know, kind of devastating a little bit, really. To, to, you know, it's over and you look up and you're like, we. He said he felt like. Arkansas outplayed them on Saturday, and then on Sunday they just wasted opportunities. The Sunday game hurt more than the Saturday game. He was on the field, so, you know, I mean, he said he felt like Arkansas outplayed them. He said he felt like Arkansas was the better team Saturday, and he thought they were the better team Sunday, and they just couldn't get it done, and that's what hurt. Which is what's kind of happened. I mean, you look at – we've talked about them being winless on Saturdays, but four straight Saturdays they've been tied at some point in the ninth inning. Yeah. And lost all four games. Yeah, I mean, you and I talked about this yesterday, and then Peyton and I talked about it kind of before the show a little bit. This team, and look, you, here's the thing. You could do, Missouri's like, yeah, we could do that too. You know what I'm saying? South Carolina's probably. Oh, everybody can do that. Yeah, sure. right. Yeah, yeah. But with Ole Miss, I mean, you could probably change 10 pitches and be in a completely different spot. Now, again, everybody could yeah. do that. Alabama, Alabama could do that. I mean, everybody could go, well, if, now if we get to change 10 pitches. Yeah, well, I mean. Hey, we're cooking with gas. Tennessee goes 21-0. You know I mean? <laughs> That's true. But, uh, yeah, but it's it can be, a, can be a frustrating game. Baseball can be more frustrating, I think, than any other 
any other game because of just the mental part of it. I gave you even odds. Beat, tie, or doesn't get to Vanderbilt's 26-3 and record, Tennessee. So they lose more than two games in the next two. Who do they have left? They have Kentucky. I don't even know. I can look it up. I don't know that it matters. Um, they probably beat it. You think they beat it? They're just so good. And they're, they get in people's heads, too, from the very get-go. They do. You have to have a certain mentality to play them. Yeah, and I don't. It's pretty obvious there aren't too many teams that have that mentality. No, they kind of wear them out, don't they? Like they really do. Mentally, I think very early in a weekend. Although the last couple of weeks, people have played with them. I mean, Auburn played them extremely well. Yeah, Auburn brought an edge in, which was weird because Auburn got blown out on Friday and came back and won Saturday, and then they were toe to toe with them for the most part on well even Sunday. on friday they did get blown out but they but were up like 4-2 in the 6th or something yeah. and then it went to hell but yeah. i mean it, it was a but you know it would have been easy to melt down at that point with see we just can't beat these guys we uh kentucky and lexington georgia in knoxville mm-hmm. state in starkville that's it 3 5 they yeah, I've, I'd put them at about 26 wins. Yeah, I think the record is 26 and 3. 2011 or yeah. 13, Vanderbilt. I just got them to 26 and 4 in my mind. So I don't know. They're right there. Didn't get it. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. I think 26 and 3, there's maybe been a 26 and 4. And then I know the Carolina team with Boot Knight went 25 and 5 in 2000. So I think those are the best ones. It's a hell of an accomplishment. It is a hell of an accomplishment. I mean, it really is, because you see how hard it is to win games. Yeah. So. All right, be back in a second. First, tell you about Northeast Spark in ESPRC. Service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. It's NESpark.com. 662-6238. Sorry, 238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and more. So, again, call the office. NHSpark.com, 662-238-3159. As the weather heats up, so do the deals from Dead Soxy. Dead Soxy's mystery box is the ultimate Mother's Day deal. Get 20 pairs of socks for only $70 with code REBELGROVE. In addition to this incredible deal, use REBELGROVE, excuse me, the code REBELGROVE for 35% off site-wide. So visit DeadSoxy.com, stock up on your favorite no-shows or dress socks, and step into warmer weather in style. As always, stay soxy. Game Changer patches are the only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Brought to you by ACS. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation Recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. If you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, uh, ACS has you covered. It's ACSLLCMS.com or 662-601-4381. If you're in town uh, this weekend, stop by Lamons. They've been um, serving the Oxford area for about three-quarters of a century, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's engagement rings, wedding rings, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Be a great place 
for a graduation gift as well. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry, LandmansFineJewelry.com, or call them at 662-234-2777. Ryan Brown, Michael Bratton, and maybe somebody else will join on um, Hand Raise Guys tonight. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. And we're brought to you by The College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson area, one in Ridgeland, one in Flowood. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or homegating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day, the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. I guess also brought to you by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com, on Instagram at johnsonhillcreamery. Or 662-419-9201. You can check out their uh, their Mother's Day menu. They can still help you out. But if you did pre-order, you can start picking those up today, May 5th or May 7th. For that, if you've got an event coming up, you know, graduation, Mother's Day, they need 24 hours notice. Look at the charcuterie cups to you. Those are really cool. You can see picture of those, pictures of those on the, uh, the website. And they make all their cheese locally in-house every single day. So just off Molly Bar on White Oak Lane in Oxford. That's Johnson Hill Creamery, 662-419-9201. I am not seeing Dr. Strange on Friday. I have not called all the way up. I, I, I hit a... I, I've, I lost is, a lot of steam. What is Dr. Steam. Strange? Is that a Marvel? It's a Marvel movie okay. that's coming out. Um, I mean, I blasted through the first... 25, um, which feels daunting now as I say that number um, out loud. I got through Endgame. I got through WandaVision and was really pumped up. And as you kind of reset and start the new era or whatever you want to call it, it I, I I had a hard time. I, I, I sort of I, I, I spent a lot of energy getting to that point. And after that, I just kind of had a hard time making myself care. Yeah. I, I've had a hard time getting re-engaged. I, I've kind of gotten through a couple of the other series, but when it's time to catch back up on the movies, I've just sort of you're at like mile fifteen right now. I, I, There's still yeah. a long way to go, and but you've done a lot. I you've mean, done hey, a lot, you, but you, you're starting to ask yourself, "Why am I doing this?" Wouldn't it be easy just to walk off the course right now and just? There's some truth to that. Grab a beer and be done. And it, I've enjoyed them. It's been good. I'm glad I did it. It was a pop culture failure that I needed to remedy, and I have done that. There's several, but that's probably the only one I'm going to undertake. I'm, I'm more than fine not having seen some of the other things that people would make fun of me about. But I did, you know, you do kind of have that moment where you go, okay, and when I'm done, I just, there's just more coming. Like, I'm yeah. just like, I'm, it, it, I'm, I've enjoyed it. It's been clever, but there's just more. I don't know. Like, I'm. You start to really like characters, and when they end some of the characters and reset and try to make you care again, sometimes it's hard to care again. Sure. You know what I mean? Like sure. That, 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 there, there's, there's parts of that. There's a lot of that. I mean, TV shows do it. You know, it's, it's what it's what Friday Night Lights did so well when they went to season four. And they got rid of all the Dylan Panthers, and they said, nope, now you got to care about East Dylan. And they give you Vince, and they give you these guys. And you go, do I really want to do this? Yeah, I don't like them as much as I like And then you get guys. a couple episodes in, and you go, I'll be damned. I like these guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did, they did a hell of a job with it. I mean, that, yeah. that, that was... It is not underrated because Friday Night Lights gets plenty of acclaim, but it, right. is a, it, it, it was very well done when you've got to shift out of characters like that. So I've started the Magic Johnson documentary on Apple Plus, okay, and it is remarkable how much it aligns 
with uh, Winning Time. Oh, really? On HBO, it makes you tell. It tells you that HBO did a really good job of casting, which is easy. Like Norm Nixon's son plays Norm Nixon. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's really well done, but the documentary is terrific. How he got the nickname and stuff. I mean, I always thought that was kind of urban legend, but it's true. Some sports writer was like, hey, you need a nickname. It was that simple? And it, he, he couldn't do Dr. J because there was already a Dr. J. He couldn't do Big E because there was Elvin Haynes. Okay. And so the guy was like, what about magic? And he didn't really like it. His mother hated it. It's kind of, I mean. Yeah, and it put a lot of pressure on him. Th- thought it kind of changed his, changed his life arc. I mean, obviously. I mean, he was, had he just been Irvin Johnson Jr., he was still one hell of a basketball player. But Magic made him a lot of money. Magic That nickname made him a yeah, lot of money. Yeah, made him a lot of money. Yeah, for sure. It's been really good, though. Now, you got to be good. You're an idiot well, when you're Magic Johnson and you're bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. You got to or, – or if you're just a good player. You've got to be a great – you've got to be a transcendent player. Yeah, it had player. to all come together. Yeah, you got to be a transcendent player. Ooh. What – you got into that because of winning time? Are you just in that era a little bit right now? Well, I mean, the 80s basketball was so good in my mind because I was a kid, right? And I was... We romanticized. Roman- yeah, yeah, sure. sure. I mean, I look back on those days and the Lakers and the Celtics and the Sixers with Dr. J and, you know, even at the end of the decade, Isaiah Thomas and the Pistons and the Bad Boys and all that. And I mean... And then Jordan with the Bulls, and that was an era that I romanticize about because it was when I was a teenager and, you know, in college and stuff. And, you know, it's it's easy to do that. So it's it's kind of fun to go back and see that through a different prism, I guess. And I always cheered for the Lakers back then because I just – I loved Magic Johnson and, and Byron Scott and – Kurt Rambis and all those guys, Kareem, you know, I mean, I was the kid, you know, playing in the driveway and you're pretending you're one of the Lakers or whatever, you know, and back then there was only a handful of teams that you really got to see. It was the Lakers and the Celtics and the Sixers and that's about it. Really. I mean, those are the main three. You weren't getting a lot of middle America teams on the TV every week. No, I mean, you know, you, I got to go to Dallas a few times. My uncle had Mavericks tickets, and we saw the Mavericks play the Lakers mostly. I'd go for that. So it was kind of fun. Kind of fun to keep up with it, but really well done. The one thing that did happen, I kind of forgot about this. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Sankey and the Pac-12 commissioner headed to D.C. today. today. Yeah, to, yeah, to ask the – government to help with nil what are they what are they asking for what is what what is this is it that's been pretty vague on exact i think it well i mean they're they're <laughs> i mean if the senator says and okay I think so what do you want they're meeting with the senator from washington and they're meeting it's with blackburn marshall and then, blackburn yeah and then i forget so the if other marshall one. blackburn says all right greg what is it you want us to do <laughs> i don't i don't really know what that i'm sure greg has an answer for that but i'd love to know what that answer is and the story, which is from Ross, is pretty vague on exactly what that 
it's just help. I mean, it's it, essentially it, well, it's out of control. And if you want it to f- change, you got to help us. But again, if she says, well, specifically, Greg, how would you like us to help? Is it to put in rules? They sort of took this up earlier, and as you can imagine, they could not get to a consensus amongst Republicans and Democrats on this um, because... Well, the Democrats wanted to add, and this is not a political comment, this is just yeah. a fact, they wanted to add a lot of revenue sharing and... Medical health, some health care stuff. There were several topics to throw in there. They essentially want to make them employees. I think it was called a, quote, Bill of Rights, was yeah. the way they defined it. And I think... The Republicans are for obviously less regulation on it, and just for nil, yeah, or whatever, or to manage something with nil. Man, I, I I'm, I, I think it's done. I think we're past that point. I think it's over. You got to wait for the market to settle itself, and there will be some chaos in the in the interim. They are Simple try- as that. Sankey and them are trying to avoid players becoming employees. That's one of the things is how can we potentially do this without employees and unions and that sort of thing. However, the very last paragraph in Dellinger's story is that as for employment status, the wills are in motion for athletes to be deemed as employees of their schools, both in the courts and among leaders of the National Labor Relations Board, something detailed in an SI story earlier this spring. It's all over. Place. I mean, it seriously is just. Again, they had so long to get ahead of this, it, and they didn't. (laughs) It's one of the few things because we've agreed with him a lot. It's one of the few things where I don't necessarily get Sankey doing this today. Like again, like what? It feels last ditch a little bit, like. This is bad. And hey, Greg, you're the one person in the room that maybe anybody would listen to. Could you go talk to them? The Pac 12 guy's going to, and he's highly thought of in congressional circles, is what I've heard. They sent two very respected people, one in a very conservative area and one in a very liberal area. Yeah. To try to. To say, hey, we're all. Yeah, we're holding hands, so y'all hold hands. We need some help here. Yeah, there's a part of me that wonders, like. If Greg Sankey wants to go, hey, we're not really struggling here. We're just going to dominate more. I think he does see big picture, though. That goes, hey, this isn't good. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not even necessarily about competition. It's just. No, look, there's, there's going to be people that benefit from NIL, and there's going to be harm. Like, I, Doug Gottlieb, someone sent me Doug Gottlieb's show. And he's doing the, you have to be at the school one year before you get. Who approves Had that? you done this to start with, I would listen. But Had the you, problem is right. now. Yeah, now you're now it feels like you're going in and taking money from people. Had you done that to begin with, okay, cool. Yeah. I get it. Hey, here's the rule. Okay. Now go you bitch and moan all you want, yeah. but here's the rule. Fight this rule for 20 years. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Which is full circle back to the point of. There were no rules. They just said, have at it. Question on the board. Okay. Is Oregon the most difficult game for Georgia this season? Yes. It is, isn't it? Yes. They have them in the opener. Yes. In Atlanta. 
and then an SEC schedule that does not include Alabama. No, an SEC schedule that's really favorable. I think the hardest SEC game is at Kentucky. It's fair. Auburn and State are their two West opponents. They go to start, Bull. They do. Yeah, I mean, State would be one of their two or three hardest games. I mean, this schedule. It's cake. They get through Oregon. Samford, South Carolina, Kent State, Missouri, Auburn, Vanderbilt, Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky, Georgia Tech. Where's the Tennessee game? It is in Athens, Georgia. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you would have punched your chance that a little bit in Knoxville. If it's in Knoxville, I'd give it a shot. I mean, Hinden, you wouldn't pick them to win. But. No, but Hendon Hooker's good. They've got some talent. I do think that's a program on the upswing. You're starting to buy a lot of Hendon Hooker stock. It's just I can see it creeping in over there a He's little good. bit. It's starting to. He's good. Go ahead and write it down. In this first week of August, that's what we're gonna be doing. It's talking about Hendon Hooker and can he upset the world of the SEC? Tell me. I don't know that I go that far, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's a long. It's gonna be a long <laughs> summer, man. We gotta have something to talk about. I mean, everybody. Well, here's the deal. Everybody, everybody can't suck. It was like last year. Everybody can't be great. I mean. Everybody can't suck. Someone's got to win. Uh, I seriously cannot make it stop doing it. What is that? It's my towel to tell me where my keys are if I lose them. Oh. When you push... There we go. You are as technologically advanced a person (laughs) as I know. You got more stuff. (laughs) Something beeps all over the place, isn't there? There's just stuff that beeps everywhere. Uh. I've lost an AirPod, and it's driving me insane. I have one, but I can't find the other one. I've just laid it down somewhere. I'll find it. But yeah. I've lost an AirPod. Couldn't right you just now. go buy I don't want AirPods? To. Yeah. Well, I have them. It's just somewhere. Cause That's like you have all this data about everything that your body's doing, and I don't even know that I want to know all of that. Like, I made a point this morning because I woke up, and I said, I don't think I slept well, but I made a point to assess myself prior to looking at any data. Yeah. And then it and confirmed that you but, did not sleep well. Yeah, my recovery score was like thirty four percent last night. Oh, really? Yeah, but you have to be careful because it will placebo you. Otherwise, is it will tell you you slept poorly. Hence, you slept poorly. Had to be a little careful there. I've gotten where I wake up at like four forty every morning, and I know it's way too early to get up, mm-hmm. and so I lay there and I start thinking about like what all I need to do or what I'm planning to do, and then. By the time I fall back asleep, the alarm goes off. I had a buddy was a little, I had a buddy's a little freaked out by his whoop a couple of days ago because he was coaching his kid, and it popped up on his whoop and was like, "Whoop has registered a baseball activity from four fifteen to five thirty. And he was like, "Hold on, feels a little uh, too much." Yeah, <laughs> the man's watching a little right now. Like that's 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 a little. He's not even playing, just coaching. But he was on the baseball field and it. Well, that is a baseball activity. It, as it said, yeah, it, it 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 registered some heart rate increases and figured out what you were doing. So the 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 tile is quite valuable because I will lay things down all over the place. So I have one in my wallet and one of my keys uh. that will register where it uh, where it is located. Yes, is what it is. Um. <clears throat> I guess Jerry Jones is okay. He was in a car crash last night. Had to oh, go to the hospital. Right? Yeah, I think he's okay. Oh, they good. said minor somewhere in there. You didn't see that? I did not. I watched um I watched Mavericks Suns for a while. And then Four? I had I, Suns. Uh Suns won. Okay. Two oh. 
Yeah, it's two oh. I, I had to make the decision at that. It was like ten fifteen, ten thirty, and I was like, "Do I do this or do I go to bed?" And I went to bed. If it's ten thirty, you better there yeah. better be a really good damn reason, or it's got to be game six or seven. Like it's got to clincher as possible. Yeah. Like yeah, if, when you wake up and it's one one or two oh, yeah, yeah. Nah, like if, if if Dallas wins the next two games in back in Dallas, game five might be worthy of staying up. This feels four one. It kinda five. does. Like it, it, the Suns are playing really, really well. And Dallas again is reverting back to it's Luca and a bunch of dudes. Which isn't gonna get it done. No, it's not gonna work. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis, so you can look at underwriting and understand your market. Leader in condo financing and the float down option, so you can lock in the current rate. But if rates go down before you close, you get the lower rate. 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by Pinnacle, which is home to the uh, Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. Get in touch with them. They'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N Wealth. Dot com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Get in touch with uh, John. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget for the vacation that you have in mind, and he will help create a special trip that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 or jedwardsregencytravel.net. Brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. They've got euros, wraps, kebabs. Redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio, and more. 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Whitney Morgan of Tommy, I'm sorry, Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors is serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573, 662-842-3844. Had uh, two or three people yesterday ask me about, hey, what's that employment place that advertises with you guys? It's Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been doing that since 1967, if you're on the job hunt, they can help you. If you are looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can help you as well. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if a company decides to hire a candidate that they can send. It's always free for the candidate, so you have nothing to lose. So give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website at Service Specialist. LTD.com. I mentioned the Peyton Chatney show, which will be available on MPW Digital and Rebel Grove here in just a little bit. It's brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. For the month of May, buy two uh, collegiate collection items. And uh, they're 20% off at The Rogue or therogue.com. Podcast is brought to you by Style Assembly, just off the square here in Oxford, 203 North Lamar, Tuesday to Saturday, 10 to 5. Give Kate a call, 662-638-3163. 
couple great ways to uh, to use them as well as just going in and browsing, obviously. One of Oxford's newest women's boutique on the square. Ladies can stop by or even call and create a wish list of items they love, complete with sizes, colors, etc. They keep those lists on file, and guys can simply purchase something off the loved one's list. You don't have to come in. You can buy with the phone. They'll gift wrap it, ship it if you are not in Oxford. And with uh, Mother's Day coming up, graduation, treat her to a, uh, a shopping spree. Style Assembly offers gift cards in any amount. Call or stop by, get the gift card. And if you're a RebelGrove.com subscriber or podcast listener, they will add 10% to that gift card purchase. So uh, contact them today. Again, 662-638-3163 or on 203 North Lamar here in Oxford. Are you expected to deliver on Mother's Day? Like, you're, Is there expectation from your mom, your wife? think so necessarily um i think that is something as you get older that starts becoming a little more logical and um rational yeah that's probably the yeah, that's probably the better word like you get know, a little more pragmatic about it all yeah like okay what's going on what's the deal how are we yeah, yeah like what's what's what, what what's the deal here a little bit um okay. yeah i think that's 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 fair um i don't hate I don't put Mother's Day in the same category as Valentine's Day. It is better than that. Yeah, sure. It's not that. Yeah. Because um, everybody should like respect their mom. Well, yeah, like, okay, mom like, have a day. I don't mind mom having a day. Yeah, that's cool. cool. It's all fine. Yeah. Yeah. Valentine's Day's a crime. Yeah, Valentine's like, like, hold on. Like, it's manipulation is what that is. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mother's Day is better than New Year's Eve. Mother's Day is better than Valentine's Day. Oh, never compared it to New Year's Eve, but you're right. It is, yeah. New Year's Day is a great holiday. New Year's Eve is a terrible holiday. Agreed. Not even debatable. Like, people can go, oh, I had a great New Year's Eve. No, you didn't. You were drunk. You don't remember it, like, five years later. Yeah, it's true. Like, and you, if you go out. I know a couple of buddies got married on New Year's Eve. Congratulations. But if you that. go out on New Year's Eve, it's just a crowd. It's just just masses. You can't convince me that anybody thinks it's fun. That's just me. Now, if you have like some people get together, like at a at a house or well, something, that's different. That's different. That's fun. You're hanging out with people, but you're talking about like the group of eight for the price fix menu and the whole the whole deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like if you just have some people come over that you actually like, and New Year's Eve is fine. It's cool, whatever. But the whole going out to some place to some, yeah, no. You're out. I'm out. I'll pass. You're out. I don't need that. Memorial Day or Labor Day? Ooh, well they're they're both good for different reasons. Sure. Um Fourth of July, good holiday. Oh, Fourth of July's underrated. <laughs> um <laughs> He was already printing the smoking menu in his head as I said that. He's yeah. like, ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh. Uh, Labor Day. Labor Day. Because the fo- end. Because there's football. Oh, okay. It's not, though, and that it's kind of still... worth capping. Because that's what you're doing. You're either kicking off summer or you're closing summer yeah. on those two dates. So Memorial Day kind of sucks for me because I'm busy until like three because that's the day of the NCAA baseball collection <laughs> show every most years. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, okay, I set it up. All right, hey, good, it up. Hey, good news, buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're going to have that schedule this year. You might be doing something. Well, different. I kind of had a buddy yesterday, and he goes, "Hey, yeah." He says, like, so "You don't really, you can't plan anything to what, like June 25th." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> I'm typically, probably, but feel pretty safe right now." <laughs> I think it. 
I like both. There's something about football with Labor Day that's yeah. completely fair. I think, though, something about we're still getting used and excited about the summer that sure. I think I prefer Memorial Day to. Okay. No, this is the kickoff. This yeah. is the – we're good for a little while now. Yeah. When, frankly, in what we do, it's the slower time. For it's sure. okay. There's a month now. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no cool. doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Labor Day, it's like, no, go, 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 yeah, go. Here's, no, here's the start of the grind. Oh, for sure. We'll usually – it's been going for a few weeks. We had press conferences that day. The yeah. whole deal. You know, it's a work day to some degree. Yeah. For those reasons, I think it's Memorial Day. But, yeah, I wonder if we didn't do what we do, if I would look at Labor Day and go, this is fun, because it's the start of football season. The start of football season is always fun. Like, the first – I still get kind of excited the first NFL game. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, here we go. Oh, and like Chet makes a good point here. He goes, Memorial Day welcomes you to the tyranny of the summer in the American South, suffocating heat, bugs, et cetera. <laughs> For a lot of people, that does dictate which one they like better because some people hate the 90-degree weather. Right. And some people go, oh, no, this is when I'm all in. It's summer and the long days and whatever. It's which temperature and season you prefer is your answer there a lot of times. Yeah, but I mean. You like seasons, so you're okay I like, with both. I like all seasons. I just like to have seasons. Like, I don't want perpetual summer, and I don't think I'd like perpetual winter either. Question and thread. How does Halloween change as you get older? Um, It becomes more sentimental because you're kids. You're watching them grow into and out of Halloween. Um, yeah. You're not doing whatever you do at Halloween when you're younger. I mean, it has no sentimentality to it at all. You're just trying to get candy or rolling somebody's yard or ignoring it or whatever it is you're doing that day. Yeah, I think once your kids stop doing it, it just becomes another day. Well, then it almost becomes a little bit of a nuisance if you're a curmudgeon. Like, yeah. I mean, my kids aren't doing it, but I still am. I'll give us credit for that. We've never been curmudgeonly about it. No, you're pretty good Halloween. We've always you, turned you, it into like, okay, well, we're going to, yeah, it's kind of fun. You haven't dressed point. up in three or four years, right? No, since I almost scared the dude where he dropped his kid. I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. You'd have felt better. Oh, I'd have felt terrible. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, it almost happened and I felt terrible. I'm not, no, no, no That's more. it? We're, yeah, we're, not we're... That, doing that anymore. I didn't see him when I did it. I was trying to scare a bunch of boys. And I successfully scared them, but I... So you won. But I shook the dad, too, and he almost dropped his And kid. that's not good. No, and so I was like, no. No more. Because you're good about giving the good candy. I mean, you're yeah, like, sure, sure. You're not going to stick them with those orange and black little roll up things, or I mean, if my four hundred one k keeps taking a hit, <laughs> it might change this year. But <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, no promises. But I I, I try to be a good candy house. <laughs> instead of, <laughs> instead of the crunch bars, go hey, this is a tough year. Here's crackle, like yeah. you know. <laughs> It's uh, the generic version. It, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even look at it's last. I like got the holiday party. Got soda. Yeah, Doctor Mister Peel, right over here. Yeah, Doctor Thunder. Last month's statement came in, and I just told Laura. I said, "Throw it away. I don't want to see it." It's not changing. Because so the second one, the, the February one, put me in such a horrible mood for a day. I don't. I still want to see it. I don't know how to compare – oh, Jackson says Christmas or Thanksgiving. He knows our feelings on this. It's not even a, It's it's not even in the realm of a conversation. Yeah, and with the Egg Bowl being on Thanksgiving – We have no Thanksgiving in Thanks, the traditional sense. Thanksgiving sort of sucks. 
I'm anti egg bowl on Thanksgiving Day. You really are. Totally. I do like that Saturday off. Though. Well, I do too. I do too. That Saturday off is nice. It's a, it's nice. You wake up on Friday morning and it's over. Yeah, and, and that's good. And last year I caught myself like really enjoying that Friday. Like I woke up and we were finished. We did the show, all that stuff. And you woke up on Friday with, I have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing to write. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to talk about. Won't know until tomorrow which yeah. bowl game. There literally was a 36-hour period of, I don't and know. And it was great. Yeah. But on Thanksgiving Day, I always, because I just hate, and I always wonder how many fans deep down would prefer that game be moved to Saturday. Because the whole, well, we get lots of attention. Yeah, all of your games are on national television. That, that that argument no longer really holds a lot of water to me. Well, let's be honest. A lot of it depends on whether they want to have a Thanksgiving celebration or not. Some of them gives them an excuse to oh, not do That's a great point. Yeah. If you're headed to the in-laws and it's, hey, uh, game. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, what, what do you mean to do? I mean, yeah. they play at 630. Yeah. Hey, I can take this plate in the living room, right? We're good. Okay, cool. Like, or it gives you an, an out. Yeah. Like, hey, it's four o'clock. Got to go. Yeah, we got the game. Got to. Yeah, got to get ready. It, it, it in some ways it is a it is a barometer of your your desire for that day, of how okay or not okay you are with it being that day. Yeah. I just like it better on Saturday. I like the game on Saturday. The years that it was on Saturday, I was like, this is cool. Friday would be fine. You could pick a perfect day. Friday's the day. Yeah, Friday's the day. It was not going to happen. Thanksgiving, and on Saturday, you still get it. Because for whatever reason, CBS has declared. An afternoon Friday game would be perfect. CBS has declared that Missouri and Arkansas are going to play at 1.30 on on Friday. Well, it's because they used to play Arkansas and LSU, and they just switched it to Missouri and Arkansas. How did LSU get out of that? Because ESPN wanted A and M and LSU on a Saturday night. Oh, to end it, yeah, because they hate each other. Yeah, yeah, that was that's a under- that was ESPN going. Hey, um, I do think Sammy's right. Our friend in Dubuque wants the Egg Bowl to stay on Thursday night, but for reasons that weren't good for Ole Miss, because it was a couple drunk cousins beating the hell out of one another. Yeah, remember for a while Texas and Texas A and M played each other on Thanksgiving we'll do that. night. They got to play each other again. Well, they, that's coming back. I'm excited for that one. Oh, the first one? Can't miss. That'd be a good game to go to. So, you know, there's a kind of a renewed rumble that 2023 is going to include Texas and Oklahoma. 23? Yeah. But starting to kind of pop up again in some circles. I'm not sure I buy it, but it's popping up more and more. Grind, Black Friday. How would Mississippi stores feel about a Friday Egg Bowl? I don't know that it changes it a ton. Because well, you're but, still dealing with the Thursday night game into a Friday morning. Well, but Black Friday has become as early as possible. Well, that's true. Yeah, I don't think that... I mean, I know people who still shop in person on Black Friday, but that... Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But... It wouldn't change. I don't think it would change it that much. The people who aren't going to a game on Thanksgiving are probably still not going to a game. Or they might even be more, I don't know, who knows. You could get your shopping done and still get to the game by one thirty. And the people who would prefer to shop over a football game were never going to the football game in the first place. So a couple things here. A, expansion talk is quiet. A grind says, and Eric says, when does the CBS contract expire? It's 23. Mm-hmm. 
So it would require a change of contract for the final season. It would, and that might be why it doesn't happen. Because how does that benefit? I just know Texas. And how o- does that benefit Tex- anybody? Texas and Oklahoma are ready to get out of that. Remarkably league. frustrated about having to play a year in the, quote, new Big 12. They don't want to. So we'll have 14, 15, what, how many teams in the league for that year? Yeah. So all those new guys and Oklahoma and Texas? Yeah, so UCF and Cincinnati and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, come on. I can't wait for the Texas-UCF conference <laughs> I know, game. I know. Please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BYU comes to town and we're oh, – like, it, it's, it's – God, they're in for an awakening. Texas? Yeah. Let me search who are you pulling for that day, Texas and A&M, when they play the first time. Oh, Wow. It's kind of the perfect game because I can be happy either way. If A&M wins, you can be like, yeah, welcome to the SEC, bitches. But if Texas wins, it's like, oh, God, that's so funny. You guys had a head start and you still couldn't do anything with it. I I think Texas is going to struggle. You're rooting for losses, but for some reason, I want Texas to win that football game, I think. (laughs) We're 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 gonna horns. I think as the game gets rolling, I'm gonna catch myself cheering for Texas. It on look, this is only a statement to how bad A and M is. <laughs> Texas is more palatable than A and M. You know, it's funny that you say that because I, I was talking to someone the other day and they were like Be honest, what SEC team do you hate the most? And I started thinking about it. And I was trying to come up with reasons why I hate because there's, there's a lot of the teams rub me the wrong way. Like, but you got to make sure you're not a coach rubbing me the wrong way, which is right. different than the program. Right, right. And I did that in my mind. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take people out of this, just fans. Like, who kind of bugs the hell out of me? And I kept coming back to A and M. It's A and M in Tennessee. Yeah, and Tennessee doesn't bother me the way that it bothers a lot of other people, for whatever reason. You can kind of ignore them a little bit here. We yeah. don't I mean unless we try, we don't really run into them much. You almost have to they can s- kind of be over there in the mountains by themselves. You almost have to seek doing. them out. And maybe it would be different if you ran into them every year. Yeah, you can't avoid A and M. They're just Yeah. Weird. And they're just so obnoxious about it. I think they're the most obnoxious fan base in the league. Because the guys the the what team the, – the answer to this question is, what team in the league, when they lose, do you get the most joy from? And it's A&M. It's A&M. When they lose, I laugh out yeah, loud. It's not even close. Like, even last year when they beat Alabama, this is – because normally, you know, Alabama's like the king and they've been winning for 15 years or whatever. When someone's about – starting like – someone's giving Alabama a game, like the Auburn-Alabama game this past year. Mm-hmm. You were like, come on, Auburn, let's do this. Yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. War Eagle, let's do this. Yeah. When A&M was – Finishing them, I was like, come no, on. No, no, I was pulling for Alabama. I was too. Like, like, no, no, no. When the kid go. lined up yeah, to kick yeah, it, yeah. I was like, please miss it. Please yeah. miss it. Oh, my God, how sweet would it be if this kid missed this and they lose in overtime? I know. To the point that I – this is embarrassing because I don't give – like, I have no emotional connection to these programs. I think I turned it off because I didn't want to see A&M celebrate. <laughs> I didn't watch the kick. I think I, like, muted it and just walked out of the room and came back in, like, three minutes. And I was I, like, if he misses it, I'll catch it on replay. And yeah. it'll be on Twitter. I was – I guess I was happy enough for the kid that he made the kick, but it was the kid. It wasn't the program. It wasn't the uniform. The fans or their obnoxious media. Yeah, Tennessee has the most insufferable fans. 
Yeah. Just straight fans. But it's not cultish the way A&M is cultish. No, no. It's really not. But A&M brings that on themselves. Well, of course. They're holding their testicles and they're doing war hymns and they're they're the dog. Well, like, here's the, what I'm here's what I'm getting at, I guess. Like LSU fans are obnoxious, right? But at the end of the day, they're just there to party. Just they're kind of pleasant most of the time. They're, they're fine. Yeah. And with beer, we'll all go. I mean, all right. fans are obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. You're not There's a, a segment of every fan base that sucks. Yes, every single one. Yes. But for the most part, they're fine. Like Auburn's kind of cultish. Yes. But when you leave an Auburn game, they're usually they're fine. Their people are fine. They, they, well, LSU, when you leave, when they lose, they get the hell out of there. Yeah, it becomes rolling. like almost ghost town getting out of there. Yeah, Auburn will be pleasant. Like congratulations, you know, kind of begrudgingly, but. Con- and then like South Carolina, it's just a party. Yeah, Kentucky, it's just a party. It's A and M. That's there. It's just there's something about it. Just. It, I think it's that they 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 think they're better than you, even though there's nothing in their like when Alabama does the "we're better than you" thing. You're like, yeah, you kind of are. I mean, okay, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> we hate it. But like, sure. frankly, you're not as obnoxious as you could be. True. You know what I mean? I mean, they're they're so bored with winning that they've almost become. I don't remember the mood in College Station in '14. That's the only time I've been to a game there. I, I don't recall. Yeah, I don't really recall that you were running. I wasn't there. I don't remember the the mood necessarily. I remember Laramie, and I remember them being shell shocked. It got eerily quiet fast, and never even. Well, that's what I mean. Like Like they 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 had no reason that night to think they were going to win that game. Ole Miss was a superior team to them. Ole Miss had just beaten Alabama for God's sake. Yeah, literally the week before. Yeah, they had no reason to think that, and yet they did. And then when they got beat, see to me that's the difference. Like if you go back and look at that season. They thought they were going to win that game and were all pissed off when they didn't. Tennessee came to Oxford knowing they weren't going to win the game and were kind of okay with the fact that they got blown out. They knew they were going to. There's a difference there. A&M had every reason to believe they That's were That's a good point. Tennessee came in as a beaten program that night. Yeah, and, and knew it. A&M was kind of a beaten program at that time. But they thought they were going to win because – and I don't know why they think that. Like, yeah, like, Johnny was gone. Like, here's an example of what I'm talking about. Texas A&M, if you were to talk to their media today and you say, hey, what do you think about the A&M Ole Miss game end of October? Oh, it's a win. Why? You, you, you typically don't. What about the Mississippi State game? Oh, it's a win. You lose to them all the time too. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the part of them that drives me nuts. Like, to me, it's kind of the difference in, in – in, Meanwhile, if you ask Ole Miss fans, hey, you're going to A&M, what do you think? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. That's going to be a, a tough game. A&M, oh, we'll destroy them. There's no data at all to support destroying And I them. think that's all the answer to the question on why I pull up for Texas. It's Texas, they immediately – you good? Yeah. They – They will admit that they suck, and they will have a hard time. Now, they will immediately come back out of it and be the best thing ever since sliced bread again. But mm-hmm. they will go into that place where they go, yeah, well, we suck right now. Like, Texas is hyperbolic. They're 100 or 0, yeah. and they're kind of fun in that way. Like, yeah. it's why Orange Bloods is so fun after losses because, 
God, we're going to lose to Kansas the next 28 years in a row. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is just terrible. Yeah. But then the next day they wake up and we're just beating our chest yeah. and we're King Kong. It's they like, wake up and they're Texas again. Yeah, it's like they just hit a little shot of cocaine real quick and they're back <laughs> at it. Like, it's like, oh, okay, uh, here we go. Like, There's probably uh, some cocaine in Austin these days. Yeah, I was like, whoa. So, <sighs> anyway. All right, we'll continue these mind-numbing conversations in a second. Please, let's say about G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. Fill your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. So it's one uh, one delivery, one pickup, and you have what you need when you need it from G&M and Tyson Drugs there in Holly Springs. You get your medicine transferred pretty quickly to G&M from the big box stores. Take somebody that will uh, be able to know and trust there with G&M. So call them. They'll take care of the rest. In Oxford, South Lamar, 662-236-2222. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Excuse me, Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today. For a no-cost digital scan of your teeth, let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment. Financing available at CorinthDental.com. Also brought to you by uh, Bell & Grove. Based out of Chattanooga, Daryl Oliver and Evan Dial built Bell & Grove. It's a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. They specialize in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S. They can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rate possible for their customers. In addition, Bell & Grove can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. Whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They also provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information, call Daryl Oliver, 865-672-6557. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a lot offered at Southern Traditions, uh, including uh, camps coming up end of this month, starting on May the 30th. They've got like five or six camps throughout the summer, Monday through Friday camps, 830 to 2. To learn more, get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Several new flavors coming, including, uh, or already here, including the garlic herb we've been telling you about, garlic herb butter. You can put that on rice, pasta, veggies, and much more. Also, it's Simply Shrimp. If it's maybe great for kids or you want to doctor up yourself, they have that option Delivered straight to your door. Again, 10 minutes freezer to plate there with Prime Shrimp for restaurant restaurant quality shrimp. $20 off your first order. Use code MPW for that. we got a little giveaway coming too, so we'll let you know about that later today. Probably win some uh, free shrimp with PrimeShrimp.com. Jackson, thanks for the, uh, the super chat. He says, uh, pull it back up. What school atmosphere did you like and love to revisit? Said he thinks Lexington is a hidden gem. Really mm-hmm. enjoyed it there. Lexington's great. Um a little sport dependent. Lexington's really good for, frankly, everything because you get the basketball environment. It's a good town for a weekend, so it works for baseball. Yeah, and it's a it's a it's a sneaky good football environment. Lexington's not bad. 
It's, it's, no, it's I like good. I like going to football games there. It might be like when you so hey, if you got to do one of all sports, Lexington might be like top three or four, like real high. Up the oh, list I think of, so. Of, of I mean, doing we've that. done this a bunch, but that's that's one that's, that it never really disappoints. Like for me, I used to really love going to games in Baton Rouge, and now I hate it. I have no interest. Much used to love it, and now hate it. Like dread going down there. Is it traffic? It's a lot of it. You've seen it? I've been there, done it. The last time, just something felt off about it. Maybe it's because they changed where we parked. We used to park over there by the track, and now you park off in the middle of, like, I think somewhere in Thibodeau and have to walk. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And it's always a late game. And so you're walking back to your car at one thirty in the morning, and there's something about Baton Rouge that frankly doesn't feel as safe as it used to. What okay. doesn't just it has a different it's just, it has a different feel to it. Um, I always like Columbia, South Carolina, and everybody else tells me that I'm wrong. But every time I go, I haven't been to football there. Every every time I go there, I'm like this. I like this place. It's kind of cool. But people are like, oh, you wouldn't like it and stuff. Okay, I mean, I believe you, but for whatever reason, every time I go, I I kind of do. I can find really redeeming qualities in most places. The worst two are, are Gainesville and Tuscaloosa to me. Um, yeah, I don't like Gainesville at all. It does nothing for me. Gainesville and Tuscaloosa feel like the worst. I'll give Alabama credit. Their game day. Oh, their great day is great. They've actually become the best football game day in the conference. And, and they've like, overtaken LSU in that area. And I don't mind covering a basketball game there because they make it super easy to get in and out. Oh, it is. Yeah. Coleman's yeah. easy to, to yeah. take on. No, no, no. It's, that's, that's true. They do a good job. That's fine. Um, from an ease of travel distance relative to other schools and just know it well enough, I mean, obviously not as well as you, I like Auburn for all the sports. Sure. It's an easy in and out, enough stuff for a weekend. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. It's, be, be it's actually one of my favorite baseball trips. I was going to say for I like ba- three days of baseball in Auburn. I used to enjoy the baseball weekends as a beat writer. Yeah, because it was kind of laid back, and because there's not the crazy crowds, you can still yeah, uh, maneuver and move yeah. around and and whatnot. Yeah, Auburn's cool. I like Auburn. I'd like to do Columbia, Missouri again. I haven't done it since 2007 when they were in the Big 12. I'd be curious to do it as a little older and have a better idea of what I'm what I'm doing. Get yeah, some recommendations. Yeah, because too many people rave about it for it just to suck. It can't. It's it's it was their their game day was bad. Yeah. They had a really bad game day, but I don't think Columbia, Missouri is bad. Right. Yeah, two different different things there. Cuz that's kind of I'm I'm rating it more on the town and the weekend and how long I'm there and the ease and things like that. Yeah. If we're just talking about straight game days, yeah, it's it's Tuscaloosa, it's Athens does a really good job. Yeah, LSU does a really good job with game day. Once yeah. you get in the stadium, it's like, okay, it's fine. Basketball-wise, I really like games at Thompson Bowling. I know I'm a little off there according to a lot of people, but I like Tennessee home basketball games. Yeah. Um, I can say nice things about them occasionally. Yeah. I haven't been to Auburn's new arena. I'd like to go to a game there. It looks fun. Oh, you t- haven't? It looks really? fun on TV. Yeah, no. I've covered – I've been a couple times, I think. I've covered a million games at Beard Eves, which was just a cavern. They had, like, the the big bathrooms on the bottom floor or something, the shower. Like, what was – even Beard East have like the big like the classrooms and yeah. the bathrooms and yeah. stuff on the bottom. Yeah, okay. yeah. Kind of remember that from back in the day because the media room was a classroom. Oh, was it really? Yeah, See, I didn't recall yeah. that. Yeah, one of my favorite Beard Eves moments is in Andy's first year. I guess they went over there and won, and 
he came out of the locker room. He's walking to the media room. There was three or four of us standing there, and we were talking. And he, uh, I guess, Dwayne Curtis either had tried to dunk or laid it up, and Andy came out and he was making fun of Dwayne, and he was like, you know, you're six eight or whatever, and he was doing like this little hop thing, like showing Dwayne you can't jump, like yeah. please jump or whatever. And they were all giving Dwayne Curtis hell for not being able to dunk at his height or whatever coming out of there. Yeah, it was it was it was really really funny at the time. That was. <laughs> That was that eclectic team that found a way to tie for the SEC West that was a collection of misfit toys in a way, but they, they put it together. First-year coach magic that happens. It happens, yeah. yeah. it's They believe in the product a little, and they yeah. play above their heads, and you find some roles. and Yeah, it's why like one of the most fascinating football teams this fall will be LSU. Like, I have no idea what to expect. Because they sucked last year. They were really bad. But they got some talent. They do. But this is a league where everybody has some talent. I mean, every team has talent. Just watch the draft. I mean, every team has talent. I just, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do. First year, Brian Kelly, all that stuff. Because like Nick Saban's first year at Alabama was bad. Localizing this, uh, Sankey and Cleva Call for however you pronounce the Pac-12 commissioner's name. They're also meeting with uh, Mississippi Senator Roger Wicker today. Wicker is the one that had sent the letter to Mark Emmert earlier this spring yeah. expressing uh, concern and frustration about NIL and the way it was being used. And with all due respect to Senator Wicker, his letter did not present any real suggestions Answer, right. for how to do this. Yeah, it was just frustrated about the current situation. I mean, I, I don't, I'm don't. i not picking on Lane Kiffin. Well, it's basically what everybody's doing. Is just, yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm not picking on Lane when I say this. Because he was, I, I said this before, he was on Rich Eisen. It was the best interview. And Eisen said, so what do you suggest? And he's like, ah, you know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> and I'm like, at some so point. So ADs are saying this, senators are saying this, coaches are saying yeah, this. Yeah, so like, at some point, someone's going to have to come up with a solution, a specific solution. Yeah. And, and they haven't done it. No one. Not Greg Sankey, not Nick Saban, not Lane Kiffin, not Roger Wicker. I mean, you're kind of running the gamut here with hey, nobody we, knows we, we need and to nobody fix wants this. to take it on. Isn't like be the head guy to go, hey, nope, we're yeah, I mean, throwing up the guardrails. Do you need some antibiotics in this or do you need to have surgery? I mean, what would, would you know someone's gotta come up with a, a little bit more of a plan. Last thing, are you watching hockey? Are you actually following this? Uh, yeah. You seem to have some thoughts more than bit, usual. A little bit. I, I'll turn on. I'll turn I mean, I'm on such a, a big Blackhawks fan that once they were eliminated <laughs> from contention, I just have had a hard time picking it back up after that. Playoff hockey is just if you even when you don't understand it and you don't know who the teams are and all of the names sound like the same, it just has an intensity to it that sort of pulls you in. It does. I mean, it's a. There's a weird like tradition element to yeah. it that even though what a Canadian team has not won the cup since '93. Yeah, now there's two or three really good Canadian. Yeah. Like the, the Maple Leafs are really good. The Flames are really good. I don't know. I, I I'm not like glued to it, but yeah, if it comes on, I'll watch for a minute. Third period, close game. Yeah, because those cats just they're amazing. From a skill standpoint, I think it's really underrated. It is. How skilled they are. To do everything they do well, the, in the way. It's, it's that, a small area, and the puck's going really fast, and they're controlling it on skates while getting hit by really big people. It's 
It's fast basketball on ice at that point. You know how some of the, I don't know how some of the goal goalkeepers see the damn puck. That's true. I mean, you just I don't know. It's pretty high level. If what? you can go, go. That is always the advice. If you can go to an NHL game, go to an NHL game. Well, I got to go to a Western Conference, I guess it was finals game. Oh, it was Blues. Blues, Blackhawks, and St. Louis. and It was easily one of the best sports atmospheres I've ever this been is, in. Yeah, this is when Carson rooted for both teams. <laughs> yeah, well, he started off rooting for the Blues, and then he switched to the Blackhawks. <laughs> and so he's wearing Blues. So confusing. He's wearing Blues gear as we're leaving the arena, and he goes, I'm so glad we won. <laughs> and this, this blues, he's a little kid at the time, and this blues fan in front of us turns around and looks at him. And he, goes, he looks at his girlfriend or wife, whatever, goes, I wish I thought we'd won. <laughs> and I was just trying to get out of there. <laughs> well, he's got the Chicago element. Like, it got yeah, a little, he just, like, he just sort of switched over the course of the evening. Oh, God. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, Alabama at Texas will have a lot of pageantry when it happens. That will be a game that the TV networks go, we want that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huge. Yeah. Before Texas loses by 38. Is, there, a, great pre-game, is there a college football game on your bucket list that you want to see? Army-Navy. Yeah. I don't care a ton about the Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame, whatever. I that I do feel like that's kind of one of those things that I'm so desensitized seeing so many SEC football sure. games to where, okay, great. I mean, it's cool. I'll take it if you want to give it to me. Right. But give me the more niche, different pageantry than, I, than get just the big game with tons of people. Sure, whatever. I've seen that. I'd like to go to Army-Navy. I'd like to go to the Rose Bowl as just a person. Okay. Like the the bowl game, the bowl game, yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, New Year's Day bowl yeah, game, sure, the whole deal. Just okay. I'd like to go to it. That's about. That's it. a little team dependent, though. Yeah, but it's usually good. I mean, I'll give the Rose Bowl people credit for this. We, we make fun of them every year, and then every New Year's Day at four thirty, when that game kicks off, and the scenery gets We're just all in. They you, get the sunset. It's perfect. Start of the and you're like, quarter. yeah. I, mean, I kind of begrudgingly thought to myself this last year. I'm like, I'm not going to make fun of this anymore. It it's really good. Like, I get it. I get why you fight for this. Not pre- great program. Not great game. Random college football team. You want to see a game in their stadium? Iowa. Okay. Colorado. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one. I want to go to Boulder. Colorado. I'll tell you where some people have told me is a great place to go to a game because of the scenery is BYU. I can see that. State played out there a few years ago, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah. The mountains and all that stuff. Because when Ole Miss played them, it was a ESPN change because Ole Miss was supposed to play Boise. Because that's why it wasn't a home and home. When they came to Oxford, oh, wasn't yeah. that a ESPN move around thing? Feels like it was. If it wasn't, I'm wrong. But I, for some reason, that felt I right. I think you're right. Grind says Washington. That would be cool. I, I think. Oh Seattle yeah, yeah, would yeah. That would be a good one to go. I'd like for things to settle down a little bit first. But in general, yeah, but in general, yeah, that's a good one. So. Ole Miss fans will get SC in a few years as Ole Miss heads out there in twenty twenty whatever it is. And I'll tell you now, I've been to a game. I've been to an SC home game. That is a cool environment. Even when the stadium's not full, the the stuff with the horse and the band and the song girls, traveler, traveler, yeah, is really cool. I've been in Tempe for a baseball series I've, for the Super Regional. I've never been for football. I've covered a Fiesta Bowl in Tempe. 
I do really want to go to Wisconsin. Like as much as I give Neil hell, oh, yeah. Wisconsin is kind of my weird Big Ten team if I've got to pick one. Wisconsin's the one I would like to see win usually. Yeah, Penn State has a pretty cool atmosphere. I still have a stench on them. I can't get there with Penn State. Well, it's fair. Yeah, no, it's it's. I wouldn't mind going to a game at Ohio State. That looks like a cool place. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's probably, all relative. It's probably sure. Alabama-ish. Yeah. Sure. I'm guessing. Yeah. All right. We made it through it. We will have a uh, hand raise guys with you later today, tomorrow. I don't know. It kind of depends on some stuff. Probably so we'll gonna. I'm probably there. gonna load it tonight. Okay. So we'll. So uh, if you're just looking for something to watch, it's all football. It's uh, Ryan Brown of um, the next round, and also uh, Michael Bratton of that SECpodcast.com. He had the post-spring rankings. He did. And so I listened to his podcast. I was like, hey, this guy's pretty good. And, and I got him on, and he was terrific. So I think you guys will enjoy that. It's just a deep dive into SEC football. So I think you'll like that. And with Ryan, it's a lot of um, – I'll tell you what led me to get him on. I was on his show. I think I told you this, Chase. I was on their show a couple weeks ago, and Jim Dunaway asked me, you know, what are the odds that Ole Miss is – Eight and zero when they go to Texas A and M, and at first I was like all flabbergasted, and then I started thinking about it, and I've thought about it a lot over the last couple of weeks. That hey, that is possible, and so we kind of talked about that, and then we got into some other stuff. So anyway, I think you'll enjoy the show. So that's later today, and again, uh, moving ahead to Ole Miss Missouri baseball tomorrow from uh, Swayze Field. We'll have coverage of that and more. Have a good day. Enjoy your weekend. Talk to you soon.